0: Hello, sweet one. Do you feel lost right now in the world? Do you think that you have come to a crossroads? Are you unsure as to how to proceed? Well, I have a listener who wrote me saying that she felt that way and I wanted to share her message with you. The person is from Connecticut and here is her message. Hi. I'm Angela from Connecticut. I just got laid off from a good job. Now I'm not sure what my future holds in the business world. I know I want to be successful, and I know I want to make a lot of money, but I'm not sure how to anymore. It's like all this thinking keeps me up at night. Can you please give me some advice? And P.S. I love your podcast. Hello, Angela. Hello, Angela. It is always nice to hear from my listeners and how they feel about my podcast. And I do have some advice that I think will help you. And it might also help all my sweet ones who listen. I understand your want to make your mark in this world and that you feel lost lately. Any setback, like a layoff, will trigger different emotions, including confusion, anxiety, and depression. But please know, With time, this will get better. And with the time you have, you should begin to mark out the course you want to reach the future you need. And this begins with a mission statement. All successful businesses have a mission statement that defines what an organization is, why it exists, its reason for being. You, as a person, should have one too. Tomorrow, when you wake up, I want you to define your own personal mission statement. Why do you exist and what is the reason for your being? These two questions are seemingly difficult questions to answer and trust me, you will not be able to answer them right away. To tackle these questions, you will need to relax and meditate, clear your mind of the daily noise, connect with nature or in the serenity of your bed. Block out everything, including the questions. In the quiet of your mind, you will eventually know the answer, for it has always been there. It's just you haven't been able to hear it with all the other messages you are getting in your life. And the answers will come from you deciding what is important to you. What is it that makes you happy? Do you love to give back? If so, that is the route you should be looking at. Do you like to build things? If so, that is the route you should be looking at. Think of what it is that makes you happy and go from there. And when you know the answers to the questions, why do you exist and what is your reason for being, you will find that having this information will greatly help you to find yourself again and will help prepare you for the next step. As for what the next step is, well... Let's keep that a secret for now, as I think you have enough to tackle. But I promise in my next podcast, I will reveal it to you, my sweet one. But for now, I want you to relax and clear your mind. Do the relaxation breathing exercises I taught you, where you relax each part of your body and only concentrate on your breathing and on my voice as I tell you about my next story. And this story is called The Three Spinners. And this time, I'm going to wait to the end to tell you the moral. I do hope you enjoy it. There once was a girl who was idle and would not spin. And let her mother say what she would. She could not bring her to it. At last, the mother was once so overcome with anger and impatience that she beat her, at which the girl began to weep loudly. Now, at this very moment, the queen drove by, and when she heard the weeping, she stopped her carriage, and she went into the house and asked the mother why she was beating her daughter so that the cries could be heard out onto the road. Then the woman was ashamed to reveal the laziness "'of her daughter and said, "'I cannot get her to leave off spinning. "'She insists on spinning for ever and ever, "'and I am poor and cannot procure the flax. "'Then answered the queen, "'There is nothing that I would like better "'to hear than spinning, "'and I am never happier than when the wheels are humming. "'Let me have your daughter with me in the palace. "'I have flax enough, "'and there she shall spin as much.' as she likes. The mother was heartily satisfied with this, and the queen took the girl with her. When they arrived at the palace, she led her up into the three rooms which were filled from bottom to top with the finest flax. Now spin me this flax, she said, and when you have done it, you shall have my eldest son for your husband, even if you are poor. I care not for that. Your untiring industry is dowry enough. The girl was secretly terrified, for she could not have spun the flax. No, not if she had lived till she was three hundred years old, and had sat at it every day from morning until night. When, therefore, she was alone, she began to weep, and sat thus for three days, without moving a finger. On the third day came the queen, and when she saw that nothing had yet been spun, she was surprised. But the girl excused herself by saying, that she had not been able to begin because of her great distress at leaving her mother's house. The queen was satisfied with this, but said when she was going away tomorrow, you must begin to work. When the girl was alone again, she did not know what to do, and in her distress went to the window. And there she saw three women coming toward her, the first of whom had a broad, flat foot, the second had such a great underlip that it hung down over her chin and the third had a broad thumb. They remained standing before the window and looked up and asked the girl what was amiss with her. She complained of her trouble and they offered her their help and said, If you invite us to the wedding, not to be ashamed of us and please call us your aunts and likewise place us at your table. And for that, we will spin up the flax for you, and that in a very short time. With all my heart, she replied, Do but come in and begin the work at once. Then she let in the strange women and cleared a place in the first room where they seated themselves and began their spinning. The one drew the thread and throttled the wheel. The other wetted the thread. The third twisted it and struck the table with her finger and as often as she struck it, a piece of thread fell to the ground that was spun into the finest manner possible. The girl concealed the three spinners from the queen and showed her whenever she came the great quantity of spun thread until the latter could not praise her enough. When the first room was empty, she went to the second, and at last the third, and that too was quickly cleared. Then the three women took leave and said to the girl, Do not forget what you have promised us. It will make your fortune. When the maiden showed the queen the empty rooms and the great heap of yarn, she gave orders for the wedding, and the bridegroom rejoiced that he had such a clever and industrious wife, and praised her mightily. I have three aunts, said the girl, and as they have been very kind to me, I should not like to forget them in my good fortune. Allow me to invite them to the wedding and let them sit with us at the table. The queen and the bridegroom said, Why should we not allow that? Therefore, when the feast began, the three women entered in with strange apparel, and the bride said, Welcome, my dear aunts. Ah, said the bridegroom, how do you come by these odious friends? Thereupon he went to the one with the broad, flat foot and said, How do you come by such a broad foot? By treading, she answered. By treading. And then the bridegroom went to the second and said, How do you come by such a falling lip? By licking, she answered. By licking. Then he asked the third, How do you come by your broad thumb? By twisting the thread, she answered. By twisting the thread. On this, the king's son was alarmed and said, Neither now nor ever shall this beautiful bride touch a spinning wheel, and thus she got rid of the hateful flax spinning. Now, according to Grimm's brothers, the moral of this story is about correct and right behavior. But I think that hasn't held up over time, for what it now says is that if you could think of a way to get out of work, you should do it. As we know, Everyone must have a purpose in life, and that comes with hard work and dedication. We can have a fairy tale ending if we carve out the future we want, and it all begins with a mission statement. I do hope you sleep well. Good night, sweet one.